Two Fit Crazies and a Microphone podcast is brought to you by Conti Fitness. Get the best in personal and online training and coaching, where you will find monthly online unlimited yoga packages, run training, play yoga, motivational speaking, and more. If that's not all, find out how to get the newest facial exercise program and manual. Let's face it together. Go to ContiFitness.net to find out more. High Five Health and Fitness. Create positive change in your life with online health coaching sessions with High Five Health and Fitness. Also brought to you by Revolution Running. Join world-renowned Dr. Jason Karp for a workshop or certification near you. Author of Run Your Fat Off, Inner Runner, and so many more books. That's R-E-V-O-2-L-U-T-I-O-N, running.com. Also brought to you by 361 Degrees. For the best in athletic footwear and apparel, go one degree beyond with 361 Degrees. For codes and promos, go to twofitcrazies.com and click on the podcast sponsor tab at the top of the page. It is Christine Conti. And I'm Brian Prendergast. And we are Two Fit Crazies. And the microphone. We are where it's at. Brian, we are coming off of episode Fody. Fody. How you feeling about that? I loved it. Sherry Shamrocks. Holy pound palms. Well, okay, ready? You get it? We get it. Pound palms. Yeah, it's they, great. They're they weighted. Weighed a pound. Oh, it's amazing. Amazing. Yeah. Um inner beauty. No, inner happiness equals external beauty. Beauty. Shazam. They're razzle dazzle. <laughs> They're again, Brian and I had we didn't really know what to expect with Sherry Shamrock and, you know, and her program. And she came on and literally blew it out of the water. It was, it was awesome. I mean, it was like, there was the whole workout and the fitness thing. And you know, the, the reason why we had her on the show, but then when we had her on the show, we got the real reason why we got, had her on the show. And it was her, it was her story. It was, it was, it was fantastic. She, um, and if you haven't gotten a chance to listen, some of the things that she talked about, one of my favorite things she said was that, you know, someone said, you, you got to carry sugar with you because it's a lot pack better. Pack a little sugar. Pack a little sugar because it's a lot better drinking lemonade than sucking on lemons in life sometimes. <laughs> I mean, there were some great, great, great one-liners that she had that, you know, and she talked about, you know, coming up with pound palms and this whole cheering aspect. And, you know, really, it's not just about cheering for other people. It's about cheering for yourself when things go wrong in life. Yeah. And it, it was just, I really went back and so listened to, to it. it. And I'm like, this is she, Oprah's soul station conversations. I'm like, move over because this was a, this was a really powerful kind of inspirational, great message for anyone. And, uh, and it was really the backbone of her program. So please listen to that. If you get a chance, to. that was episode 40 and this is episode 41. And we had to drop on you. Oh my gosh. The man, Steve Feinberg back at it. Speedball, Steve. Hitbox, speedball. Literally, I think his hand is in every pot in the fitness industry right now. We're joking. He's like, hey, man, the old uh, Living Color skit. Hey, man, how many jobs you have, Steve? <laughs> See, he's got a lot going on. He said he's been working seven days a week for the yeah. last 20 years. He's our first uh, repeat guest. So the first time we've had somebody back uh, for the second time. And he's worthy. He's the real deal. Real deal between fitness um, being a speaker and marketing and helping oh. to improve the fitness industry and boutique fitness and putting on seminars and summits really summits is what is what they are connecting people. I mean, he, we talk about you talk about network marketing, social marketing, just bringing people together 
and making, you know, really making people grow with each other. Because guess what? In this world, you, when you're alone, that's, yeah. that's great. But you know what? You need a tribe. You need a, a group of people that really believe in you. And, and Steve really is a good person that really wants to see other people succeed. And you hear that. Yeah. I love it. It's a, it's one of the guests, you know, it's a guest that when I, I sit here and I listen, like I have my pen and my pad out because I'm just writing down because he's just, you know, he's, he's, he's got a, a next level type of business mind in addition to be having a next level type of fitness mind. And, you know, it comes together and he's like, he's, you know, he does have his hand in many pots, but they're all relevant and helpful and, you know, and, and all to the good and, and, you know, geared you know, by, you know, towards having a long, healthy life, like what we promote here as well. And so. he started really with, you know, not being in the industry. He started from the bottom up, really working the bottom, now all he's... the way up, you know, it's a, it, really, it's a great story. In the first episode, um, he was with us on episode 16. So if you get a chance, Steve really told his backstory of how he became, you know, what he became and, and you know, martial arts, worked his way up. Um, you know, working through different businesses in New York City. And then really at this point, he's traveling around the world. His programs are launching around the world. Um, you know, again, he's, he's really training not only, you know, clients, but he's, he's mentoring people in the fitness industry, mentoring people that run fitness businesses and the creme de la creme. He's, he's up there. So if you get a chance, you know, and you Google, Steve Feinberg, he he says he's not the millionaire in New York City. Billionaire. Would billionaire. Would it be? Yet. 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 And that's my favorite, favorite line because yet. And what are we all working towards? That yet. Yeah, Maybe I'm not at my fitness goal yet. Yet. Or where I want to be yet. But it's Brian and I, we just keep showing up so we can that's get it. there. And then we the won't be there. That's it. So here we go. Episode 41. Cue the music. Peace. Christine Conte. And I'm Brian Prendergast. And we are two fit crazies. And a microphone. We are where it's at. Brian, it's going to be nuts today. That's enough of that. Let's go. <laughs> Steve Feinberg on the line. Round Hello. two. Hello. Steve. Hello, you crazies out there. You crazies listening. Steve Feinberg, guess what? We Tell are me. bringing you back on episode 41 right now Ooh, 41 we're making some progress progress we've been moving and grooving and we are like fully booked for june booking up july good we are uh you know the crazy train has taken off and uh that's cool it has been a while since we caught up with you and uh it's uh you know it's almost summer here summer's upon us and um what's what's new what's what's going on steve oh you know a little of this and a little of that family friends fun work everything's chugging along just like your train um i I don't even know where we were 
last time. Had I launched Hitbox yet when we you, talked? You were just about to. It was like just. Yeah, so we was, launched it. We uh, we sold a bunch of them. We're about to launch the soundtrack to Volume Two, so that these people can re up their classes. If you haven't seen Hitbox yet, it is supposed to feel like dancing but look like fighting, and it's rhythmic and authentic cardio boxing. You can find that at Hitbox on Facebook or HitboxWorld.com. But are you rapping was, on the soundtrack or what? So I rhyme quite a bit, actually, is the funny part. And, I know. But it, anybody who knows me knows that I do it. Uh, and the question was always, well, will the recording stand up? Will he do that You know, when he's on camera? And the answer is yes, because I can't take it out of my system. It's not something that I try to do. It's something I would have to try not to do. Watch out, Chris Webby. Steve Feinberg <laughs> is coming for you. Yeah, I hit a bunch of rhymes, and my uh, my friend Phoenix and Sabrina were in the videos with me, and we're both female fighters. are fantastic, and it was it was a passion project with Power Music, and uh, we're really excited to get soundtrack from DJ Omi Number Two out there, and then to load up the second volume, the second whole new series of exercise progressions, which is already shot and already in the can. We just have to uh, edit and post produce. So that was happening, uh, and I started doing live trainings for fitness professionals for that since then we've launched at Harvard University where all the smarties are which is very exciting I went and trained the instructors there and I like having an Ivy League feather in my cap Um, we have expanded in Texas and Chicago Uh, we have expanded into Pittsburgh and we're slowly beginning to proliferate just a little bit it's not something that spending a ton of marketing or throwing up infomercials on just yet we haven't done the consumer launch it's all been professional facing, but consumers, of course, have and can buy it and use it, and they just get a great training program to go along with it. But it's pretty much ready-made business in a box. Uh, it's not CEU laden, doesn't have a written exam, and doesn't have all the incredible kinematics and anatomy and instructor tips that my speedball training does. But right. it's uh, it's a fast path to a pre-choreographed format that is hopefully going to begin to lead the trend of using boxing in cardio fitness because we need a little more authenticity. We need to have some sort of equalizer for the industry so that the instructors themselves actually learn the whys instead of just the hows. Why we throw this punch or have this hand positioning. Why when we come off this defensive movement, the next common sense thing, the next intelligently designed kinematic thing to do is to throw this piece of offense. And so that's what we're going for. And of course, for it to be super fun. Of course. Because everything's yeah, got to be super fun. It's, well, it yeah. sounds like you're having fun, man. I, I You know, it's uh, it's really cool. We absolutely are. And uh, what else has happened since I spoke to you last? Oh, uh, we had the inaugural Boutique Fitness Summit here in Manhattan. And you were a rock star there, right? Uh, tell us. Tell I, us what you did. I did, I, I did the uh, closing lecture of the day, actually. They let, me, they let me bring it home. I was one of the last speakers. I spoke to a full house, which is great. The transcript is up. I just heard it. And I'm fairly happy with what I heard from myself. I liked my PowerPoint. I'm extremely critical. I'm my own worst critic, as many people are. I assume uh, most of the people I speak to who are success-minded are their own most vicious critic. But I'd give myself a B, B plus, and I'm really looking forward to in October when we're in the DC area to knock it out of the park with an A plus. But the, the goal was for me to be sort of the odd man out on the schedule, not be talking about how to increase your 
bottom line and your profit center through online marketing or through systems integration and new technology. But to actually talk about, well, what I consider myself an expert in, in the grassroots of boutique fitness studios in general, which is, of course, your instructors and how to utilize them properly and what skill sets they should have to keep students coming back and to make them bring friends. So it was about retention and grassroots recruitment through what every instructor should have as a skill set and what the owners and fitness managers can do to make sure that they have a checklist of the things they should be looking for in that regard. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. So were so you in a cool. suit? I was in I was in a shirt with buttons on it. <laughs> I was just I the buttons. Socks and underwear. I, I wore pants. I had shoes on. Yeah, it, you know, it was it was more dressed up, that super fitness biz casual, very fitted. <laughs> I wanted to make sure that people knew that there was being at least two fit person that I was, you know, practicing what I preach. But you know, it was a good a good twenty minute segment and some great questions after some incredible interaction where I think studio managers and owners will really benefit from is listening to me try and help people deal with the challenges that they're experiencing in this new globalized integrated world with social media and the way instructors connect with their students versus the way they'd like them to connect with their students how much rope should an instructor have for outside communication for socialization and things that have nothing to do with the business itself how to make sure that the interactions between the trial members and the and the and the dedicated lead back to some sort of uh, positive result for the studio itself. But there's a lot of challenges that didn't exist when I was running a martial arts school when I was you know twenty twenty something years ago. So Steve, without giving away your entire you know Bible. What what do you think is one of the biggest things? I know that, you know, not just we've talked to so many people and it's kind of everything goes back to relationships, goes back to people want to be happy. And you go back to like, you know, we are in the industry of serving others. So try and get people to feel better about themselves, whether it is, you know, health or fitness or wellness, um, you know, nutrition, whatever it is. And a lot of a lot of it goes back to you know building relationships, and I know that that's been something that's been a little challenging for people. Um, you know, whether it be millennials, whether it be you know retention. What is something? What, what are some of those questions that people are really, you know, really struggling with that, that really is, that you're answering? Well, Christine, the bottom line, I think, the three pillars of the checklist. That uh, this is something that I actually didn't speak to during the seminar that I gave. But since you phrased it the way you did, it makes it easy for me to point out that in this order, I think better, safe, fun is what every group exercise experience should be, especially for new students. It has to make them better than they were before, which includes elation and the emotional quotient of fitness, of course, but also the physical quotient, safe, because if you want them to come back, you can't hurt them. And it's bad PR anyway. Happens all the time. Injuries happen. Things happen that are, you know, random events, obviously. And you can't control everyone. But the best you can do is give all the safeguarding possible to make sure that they have a smooth experience, that they have a better body when they leave than when they arrived, and that they had a great time. And very often, one of those variables is sacrificed for the other two or the priorities in the order in which I just described them are different. And 
that can be great from a marketing perspective, but it's not responsible and it's not a long-term plan for growth. So, and I think we've gone down the rabbit hole in the group fitness industry of the high intensity into kill you training. And there needs to be some sort of reins slapped on this runaway cart. <laughs> and in order to be able to do that, you still have to offer caloric expenditure and fun, but we also have to preach safety, a little bit of recovery, active recovery, at least, you know, much like Playoga does where every high intensity move has an active recovery movement sitting right behind it. That's a smart plan. Um, it's variable intensity interval training. That's a smart plan. All of my programs are variable intensity interval trainings. That is the smartest plan. It's the evolution of fartlek training. Uh, and so there's variable heart rates and variable levels of impact, if much or any at all. And what we're seeing now is a trend called, you know, what is it? L H I T. Yeah. Low, yeah, low, low, high, intensity low, uh, uh, yeah, low impact, high intensity, oh, yeah. Lehigh. Um, and so that's, you know, well and good that something about that recently. And that's pretty much been my mission and my message for the better part of two decades. And I'm glad that the industry is evolving around to it and knowing that steady state work in most cases burns more calories than interval training. And you see it when people come take the formats that I've created now and they're used to taking tabatas or, you know, high intensity slanted interval work where it's more work than rest. And they're used to these breaks and they can't perform for an extended period of time anymore. The way we were made to perform, like we were born to run, not sprint, stop, sprint, stop, sprint, stop. We, we turn on as a system and get into our maximum sustained caloric expenditure and have the most afterburn when we are consistently working at a pace that's harmonious with our body and allows our brains to get into a, you know, theta wave state and hit, find the zone. And then we're happier and we're listening less cortisol at the same time as we're recovering in a muscular sense and structural sense by varying the, the intensity and the impact levels. So I think those are the three pillars. And then the next step, obviously the next facet of it is connection, how much, how strong, how so, how does it benefit the house itself? And that's something that I speak about in depth on the uh, recorded sessions of the Boutique Fitness Summit, which will be available for purchase within two weeks, I believe Julian says. And people will be able to actually, who aren't there, will be able to download and listen to my entire seminar. So you said there's another one in um yeah the so they're so they're around the around DC. the country right you said yeah so w this was the first one but we're already looking at you know four more within the next year the next one i believe looks like october in the dc area julian is actively looking for uh for location now but he has everybody signed on all the presenters seem to really enjoy their experience all the attendees gave positive feedback I didn't see any negative feedback at all. Uh, and I was really happy with my reviews and I would love to do it again. I'm looking forward to it. I've actually come on as an official capacity and Julie and I are discussing what my role will be as the official consultant to the conference itself. It, it's so necessary. Like we, you know, we hear these, the same themes. We've had so many people on, you know, you know, uh, in the industry 
and all of it come you know is, is really coming back to it's gone way off the deep end with the intensity right we've lost the fun of it people that you know need it the most are not uh, engaging with fitness now because they're either you know fearful embarrassed or just quite not quite sure what they're going to get themselves into with it all and then uh, you know the other thing that we really heard was uh, was that the connection from trainers is, you know, is lacking. Uh, you know, kids coming up now, I, you know, I call them kids. They're, they're not, uh, you know, they're, they're coming up and they can't really, um, communicate properly. Uh, they might have all those things that you talked about, the science and, and, and everything and know the reasons why and even throw together a perfect workout for everybody. But if they can't look them in the eye, uh, you know, then, then it does not, that doesn't, do much for the retention that you're you're looking for and, and that oh, you're yeah. trying to help people with. What do you see with that? We agree a hundred percent, Brian. And and so there's this gap in the game and there are skill sets that some of us were able to figure out, you know, autonomously, or some of us came from other industries and have a marketing or sales background. So we know how to close, we know how to overcome objections. Uh, some of us had bosses that put us through a weekly meeting where we read chapters of things like the swan and you know the seven habits of highly effective people and the abcs and um learning things about your business by reading things like the you know ira glass and the tipping point and the gap and things like that uh, and then there are those who don't and they're not steered in that direction and they're given a lot of the tools necessary but not some of the interpersonal ones uh and it's up to some of the cream at this point to rise to the top and sort of figure it out, you know, on their own time and do their own research. And really what's needed is a guideline checklist and a training program for those aspects of being a best instructor or a best trainer. And it's on the responsibility. The responsibility lies with the studio owner or manager if they want to have the most successful programming and the most revenue-generating program to make sure that that's a part of their curriculum, not just periodization, injury prevention, anatomy, physiology, kinematics, and uh, and, and trend-based programming. Or, or no even, or, or even just like, how are we going to fill these hours? <laughs> you know, sometimes it's like, you know, there's got to be more to it than than that. Sure. I, I, th- I think that one of the things that I see is that that is that that type of trainer that doesn't do very well socially. Um, the formats, the online formats almost work perfectly for them because they don't have to engage with people. They're, you know, they don't even have to be live or they, they're, they're, it's completely separated from that. And, you know, that's what the kids are playing with now. And they can kind of go on and have a community online without ever really shaking a hand or, or looking eye to eye. Right. And that's become popular because it's cost saving for the consumer. So a lot of consumers are engaging in that and doing distance based online training and following these programs that are somewhat generic. Um, But there is another way to do it, obviously, and charge a premium for it. There's where you can maintain interpersonal connections by sending videos back and forth or being live on FaceTime, Skype. Um, a number of programs, obviously, and apps that allow you to do that where you're giving live feedback or at least assessing performance and exercises, not just giving how to do it and then progressing it and asking for reports, actually seeing people move, which is something that we're big on here 
at Speedball Fitness and Hitbox. I have them, I engage with my master instructors especially, and any new trainer that wants to, I'll get online live and look at their movement for 10 or 20 minutes and correct them through the screen. We'll talk live. And then at least I feel like I'm not beyond reproach, but at least I've done my best that I can from where I am in order to ensure that they're delivering, again, a safe, fun, accurate, and effective program, one that was born out of my mind and my movements. And so at, you know, the Wellness Leaders Collective and for the Boutique Fitness Summit, one of the things I'm going to be doing is developing the whole line of education and being imported to facilities for seminars where I'll meet with management and with their instructors and upgrade their skill sets and talk to the trainers about how to close and uh, how to lock in long-term clients or how to produce short-term clients that bring a lot of referrals because they had specific quantifiable end process goals, which is a big thing. Having both of those goals and skill sets, being able to encourage not only the quantifiable and measurable, but also asking for process goals, which forces you to get to know your client and understand their weak points. And that's really important because it's one thing to say that I lost 3% of my body fat over six months with my great trainer. It's another thing to say I couldn't charge up two flights of steps to get to my meeting when the elevator was busted and I was running late without feeling like I was going to throw up or coughing for five minutes. And now I can whip right up or I can chase down the taxi that I wouldn't be able to catch before. Or, you know, I can repeatedly and properly pick up my child and throw them up off the ground into my arms while I'm carrying something else in my other hand, which is, a you know, basically a rack carry and a farmer's walk combined <laughs> exactly. with squat and some rotation, <laughs> right. you know? And so, so like there's, there's some, there's specificity that a trainer or an instructor can engage in. And I also, I don't know if you guys know this or we talked about it, but I was a business consultant for the brand Pronatal Fitness, which is one of the most rapidly growing and most researched pre and postnatal fitness method with group fitness classes, stroller classes going live, and a complete online education that is CEU qualified for all the major organizations for trainers and they uh, have a, a thriving business at this point and I help them to write and critique their online training and their three-hour workshop for instructors. And so now Brittany Citron, who has begun presenting for, uh, for SCW because she was one of the winners of SCW Idol because I helped her prep for that as her mentor. She's now spreading the brand and reaching this incredible niche with top flight education and people besides myself on the advisory board, much smarter than me, people who are OBGYNs and uh, top holistic therapists, uh, MDs. And so it's really like the best of the best, but she has in her programming, there is a very specific FMS towards pregnancy, either pre, uh, prenatal or postpartum that has aspects that no other FMS does because of the type of athlete a person is the type of, you know, human competitor one is in motherhood. Uh, and so they reach people on a completely different level and there are process goals and emotional questions in their intake form. 
and in their reviews of their training sessions and their evaluations of their teachers and instructors. And I think a lot of that makes a big difference. You have to take a listen to uh, our podcast that we did with Dr. Abby Bales. She's a New York City physical therapist that does, that works a lot in that field, uh, reform physical therapy in, in NYC. She's awesome, and uh, I think that uh, you guys could definitely connect on many levels with that. And I'm sure that she probably already has with them. She's uh, she's doing that a lot with athletes uh, pre postpartum. Uh, really she's cool. She's a pelvic floor specialist. Pelvic which is floor like, physical therapist specialist. Yeah, she's amazing and a really good listen. So definitely listen to that. Um, and and just those things that you're talking about. I mean, the, with the health coaching that that I do, that's it. I mean, we can we can exercise, run. We can you know lift weights. We can do all those things, and we can eat kale till we're green in the face. And yep. it doesn't always make the connection that you know that we really are looking for it's everything else you know it's like you can do that for eight hours a day and still hate your job or be in a shitty relationship or worry about your finances or really have all those things around you that are you know really that your foundation your you know your focal point of, of everything so it's it's great that's what's needed i mean th- these gyms that just kick the shit out of you like you know that's that's an hour of the day you can fired up brian so fired I, up i i, I ha- was training a client who is uh, preparing for her Broadway debut the other day. Uh, she's a really, really sweet, and I say kid because she's 24, and to me, that's just a kid. <laughs> if you flip her numbers around of her age, it's mine. So, you know, but she's really, really sweet, and she's extremely motivated, and she had been in a very special program and had coaches and was a high school athlete, and, you know, then when all that stimuli is taken away, you tend to go down the rabbit hole in a different direction. And so she wasn't looking the way she wanted to look. She wasn't feeling the way she wanted to feel. And those things affect her castings. I mean, it directly affects her job. So that's something that led her to me through a connection, uh, a professional connection at work. And we were, I was making analogies the other day. And here's an example of something a trainer can do, a skill set that they can learn that I do regularly that I articulated for the first time the other day. So this podcast is timely, you two. Um, I I was making analogies to our struggles in the exercises that we were doing and why we were doing them in the order that we were doing to her given vocation and career about rehearsal to performance and about, you know, the practice rounds. I'm a musician myself, or at least I fancy myself one I was for many years and talked about instead of using things like, you know, walk before you run or like we do foundations before we progress, saying things like, we practice our scales before we begin an operatic movement. Like we make sure our chromatics are on point going back to the tools at our disposal and vocal exercises and warm ups that we do before we would step out in front of our friend on the piano. It's the same thing with exercise. And it really connected with her and helped her to be motivated because I was speaking to her, not speaking au general. And I, she said, that our session should be called Theracise, a combination of therapy and exercise. <laughs> I love it. Because I was dealing with her mentality, with, with her mental state and her emotional state and relating it to how she lives. And I was able to reach her in that way. And when I speak to one of my older gentleman clients who was a creator of a very large fitness business that dealt with equipment, my analogies are very, very different. They're extremely relative to inventory and to, uh, you know, so using inventory and talking about strength as the container and, you know, what you have in your inventory are all just aspects of your strength, speed, agility, quickness, blah, blah, blah. And so I made this analogy that made perfect sense to him in that regard 
And finding a way to tap into what that person does, how they've lived, connecting it to the process in which would alleviate frustration during the learning the, the learning phase of exercises, the cognitive phase of it, um, has been something that I've become known for that people have used a lot of different phrases and words to describe, but I've never articulated it in a professional way so that it was replicable or repeatable, and now I think that I have. I think that everything that, that you're saying is something that is so important, not just in the fitness industry. I know we talk a lot about fitness, but this is this is like life skills or where we're going back to. And Brian and I have talked before and it was like, you know, you got to take everything back to kindergarten. Like, let's start at the basics. And, you know, if, if you have a client, I don't care if you're in fitness, if you're in any sort of business, you have to connect with the client. What is it that they need? Is it like you said before, is it that they need to lose a couple pounds? But do they need to lose a couple pounds? What's the reasoning? Why are they there? What's the reason that they walked into your class? Why are they coming to the gym? Is it health? Is it stress? Is it emotional? And I always say that, you know, you said therapies, right? I always say, like, we are fitness psychologists Mm -hmm. is what it is. And I don't even know if that's a degree out there, but Really, it should be. We're trainers, but I really think that that's a big part of if you're going to major in exercise science, like, you know, going forward, I wasn't an exercise science major. That wasn't me, but I grew up with trainers and, you know, every certification out the wazoo just because I love knowledge. And if I'm going to be an educator, I want to know everything. I want to surround myself with people that are better than me and know more because you're only going to learn from them. And the biggest thing out there right now is that almost everyone has their you know, professional this certification or national exam. But what separates, you know, the average person who, you know, what separates everyone who has all these certifications from other people? And, you know, yes, you want to, you want to have a piece of paper behind you. But when you talk to someone, like you said, you know, what is it? What is that thing about them? You, you, you know, made it, uh, relatable to your Broadway performer or whoever was coming in and, you know, working. What did you say the guy did? What was he doing? He, yeah, he owned a, a, a large equipment of supply fitness business. Oh, but yeah. even, you know, you want to make it like, all right, well, what do you want to do? I want to be able to pick up my kid. I want to be able to walk up the stairs. I want to be able to, well, I don't need to kick your ass in a freaking boxing class every single second of the day. You know what? Let's make it functional. Let's make it fun. Let's make it doable for you. You come in, you have that hour of greatness, you know, if you're, if you're taking hip box or whatever, right? And then now let's talk person to person. And I think it's so powerful for everyone, even our listeners to hear that that is the sign of a real, true, great, you know, fitness professional, they are going to take the time to find out your name, to find out your reasoning, to peel the layers of the onion we talk about all the time. And it's so important to, to have that science behind it. But without, you know, in addition, that science is great, but without the relationship and the communication, you're going nowhere. Well, this is how you make yourself competitive against the slew of pretty good, pretty people putting together (laughs) online workouts that are exciting and motivating because they do a camera well. Um, What what sets us apart, what makes us the better option, makes us worth the additional money that we deserve is being a true wellness coach and having a holistic, well-rounded approach. And so I think everything we've said leads to a two-step process 
towards towards greatness. One, which we've heard a million times, find the why, find out their why, know your why, find out their why, why they want it, which is a, called a process goal, just so everybody is, we're all on the same page. There's actually an expression for that, right? Mm-hmm. And then step two is relate their why back to the exercise selection sequence and the moments that require motivation and overcoming frustration. So how can you take their whys and use it with them and for them rather than allowing it to be a hedge against them in frustration and times of difficulty and despair. And, um, and when they walk in, when a client walks in or people walk into a class with a burden on their shoulders, the best way to help them to get past that is to not only remind them of, remember, you want to be able to blank, which is good. You want to be able to blank, right? So we're going to do this, but can you, can you help to dispel their, issues in the learning process? Can you relieve their frustrations? Can you put them at ease and make it more constructive, motivating and uplifting time by relating what it is they do, what their challenges are, why their process goals are, what they, what they are to the actual learning process of the exercises. And I think that's something that hasn't been articulated much. I've never heard anybody talk about it in a seminar at any convention I've been to or a speaker address it. And it's something that we had, uh, you know, the wellness, at the wellness collective and at boutique fitness programming are going to be addressing via me. That's something that I'll do as a half day or full day workshop and consult with one-on-ones with owners and fitness professionals about how I do that and why that's so successful and why I'm able to keep clients for a really long time should I choose to and why they consistently refer their friends to me in a way that makes me sound irreplaceable. It's not because they can go find something similar down the block, but I'm just really good at it or I look a certain way or I sound a certain way. It's, you know, he healed me mm-hmm. not to sound like I'm a witch doctor, <laughs> no, which I always say I'm not a witch truth. doctor. I can only do what I can do, but he helped me to fix this thing. And my quality of life is different because I don't have this problem. That's why I love my post rehab cases. You know, the, the, the ones with concrete issues, orthopedic issues, real system dysfunction. Because when you treat that, when you're capable of treating that, when first of all, your kinematics and your anatomy game is strong enough where you know what you're talking about well enough to deal with that. And two, you can help through some active release techniques or some muscle manipulation. You can lay your hands on people and help them, even though it's not my scope of practice as a massage therapist, to have some of the discomfort subside. And then three, or three if not two, you can create programming that's unique to them and their issues and still including the rest of their quantifiable and process goals in their sessions, unlike physical therapy, which only treats the immediate pro- the heal process and healing goals and doesn't work on the other overarching issues and quantifiable goals of emotional state and general physical fitness and increased caloric expenditure and increased resting metabolic rate and you know lower body fat percentage and all those things. When you can package all that together where it's specified and yet still hits all the checkpoints they can go get at an F45 class, then it's really hard to think of meeting with someone else instead of you, you, you make yourself irreplaceable. All right, ready? I got a question for you with all this. Go. Go, So 
this is, especially with you presenting with the boutique fitness, and I think, again, I always talk about, we talk about the fitness industry, but I think it always relates to a lot of others. For me, I know when I look around, especially with businesses opening and everyone, everyone is, I'm sorry to say this, but everyone thinks that they can open their own fitness business and it's going to be fantastic, right? Right. I mean, everyone's like, oh, I'm a great trainer. I got people. So I'm going to open my own business. And then it flops. And it's almost like I see all these people doing this and I'm like, oh, please, please don't open your own brick and mortar. Or, you know, I see these different things pop up and I'm like, wow, that one's not going to work. Oh, this one I think is really going to do well. That's not going to work. And every single thing, you know, in the last 20 years that I've seen pop up and, and I have that feeling like that's not going to work, doesn't work. Do you get that now too? Do you see that? Oh, I mean, of course. And that's because those people... I don't mean have, to be a jerk. Have a certain, no, you know? not at all. Like you're I'm not, like... You're, no, you're, what you're doing is you're being, you're, you're being an early warning system to people and you're just highlighting a problem that obviously exists. And the reason it does is because people with the skill sets to be a dynamic fitness coach and have their own tribe and crowd very often and sh- not necessarily should don't have the skill sets to run a functioning, profitable business, and that's all in your partnerships. Now, Brittany Citron is one of the exceptions. Uh, She had, with her pronatal fitness business, she had a background in corporate marketing and sales. Um, So she knew about marketing and branding and also how to create those types of consumer relationships that brings people in the door and keeps them going. And she, you know, she had a, a background in sales and inventory and in basically running a business that had nothing to do with fitness. And so people who partner with people like I have with my investors and my partners who have operational skill sets that I don't have branding and distribution and product, uh, product production, uh, backgrounds, those people are the reasons why my brand, part of why my brand has legs and will last and will be able to expand into, you know, another country. We're having a conversation with a gym owner who has several facilities in Portugal and is going to be spreading to Madrid soon um, and talking about having Speedball become a signature program for them and having a temporary exclusivity for X amount of time, all these business skills and conversations that I wasn't aware of before. But that's because I've taken the time to sit in in the meetings and ask the questions of why to the people who are smarter than me. I'm not the smartest person in the room when it comes to business in any of my business conversations. And so that's about attracting the right partnerships and really knowing what you don't know and knowing what you're not good at and not trying to become great at it. But being able to at least mine the store and ask the right questions at the same time as allowing someone else to uh, be deferred to on these more topical issues where their experience is paramount. And you got to sleep. I mean, you can't do it all. Put it that way, right? <laughs> mm-hmm, you got to mm-hmm. eat. You got to sleep. You got to do some training. You got to have some fun at, you know, yeah, at that point. Know, if, if you're going to Portugal, you need a team, you know, worldwide to get right. into Portugal. That's, that's- that's the, the kind, and you, your brand has to be ready to go. It has to be systemized. It has to be optimized. It has to be uh, re- replicable. It has to have an ironclad training system that can be uh, that can be uh, translated into another language easily. Or, and your videos have to be able to be voiced over. And you have to have some sort of standard of quality control and uh, pick some some of the best people and top team members and have people who understand what the costs are for 
you know, shipping and marketing distribution partnerships who know how these things work, know what's standard, know if what they're asking for is too, too much or if they're offering too little and how it's going to work best and what the customs situation is going to be in that country and all, all these things that you would never think about as a great motivating trainer who's built a tribe of ravenous enthusiasts who live on your essence and your energy and your enthusiasm and your motivation and your great exercise programming. World's a big place, Steve. It's a big yep. place out there. Like there's, sure is. it's people forget, you know, they get in these little like, you know, niches and like even like, you know, you're speaking at these boutique fitness places. I mean, that's where it starts, but it's, it's interesting, you know, as you, uh, even with the podcast, I mean, we're reaching people that are around the world and you think, you know, we, we start with an idea and really it's building and building and putting together people that are experts in fields, you know, like yourself. You know, hey, Speedball, maybe maybe our listeners around the world are going to hear you and hear about Speedball and want to bring it there. How about that? You know? Right. And if they do, we're ready to go. <laughs> right. Because we are right. systemized, optimized, and replicable. You got it. That's it. You know, with you the, know, way things, that- the way things are right now, you know, Portugal's just east of New York. You know, everything's like right there now. You know, you can kind of make, you can make it happen a whole lot easier. And that's the danger. The yes. danger of, of the, the level of connectivity that we have is this brings us back to where we started here in this conversation. Real connections can be hard to find and even more importantly, harder to define. Did you make a real connection with your client? Are you making real connections with your students? And how important is that connection? And is that connection leading back to the mothership? Are you feeding the horse? You know, or are you a runaway, or are you a, a runaway cult? And uh, that's those are some of the things that we're focusing on in our education now, and some of the things I do as a fitness business consultant. And I'm actually working with five people directly because I can't take on too many right now around the country. Five people in four different states, and helping them to take their next steps in guiding their fitness career. And they have uh, wonderful, lofty aspirations. And as a person who has gone from nothing to something, which is the name of my, one of my mentees, Kayla Benina's new session. She's going to present, be presenting a conference, which I'm very happy with that name. Um, it just sort of came to me when we were talking about what it was going to be about. When you come from nothing to something, other people want to be led into that promised land. And there are things that everyone can do in their businesses to improve their skill sets, both on a ground level, you know, face to face and operationally, and then in the, on the background operationally and thinking globally. It's not all personality driven, although personality is such an important part. There are some parts of personality that can be that can be taught. It's the illusion of personality on a microphone, <laughs> and this is not a popular thing to say. And I'm sure there are fitness presenters right now who some of our friends of mine sort of scratching their head and getting their torches and pitchforks together (laughs) for me. But it's a fact. There are skills that you can teach someone that makes them a more dynamic face-to-face presenter and performer of fitness. Uh, And I've done it with a handful of people now and working on a handful of people, none of which who I am face-to-face with. And that's only because I've taken the time to articulate a design in which there is a learning process that passes through a checklist of the things that over two decades of teaching in front of rooms full of people in all different languages and all different demographics, 
I have come up with as a system for A before B, B before C, for a basic, basic progressive learning mode of being the best fitness professional and presenter that you can. And it's not all just the information that you're imparting. It's what you're, it's what you're saying. It's how you're saying it. And then it's how you relate that to different people and different demographics. The same lesson has to be given several different ways. The same cue has to be given through several different sets of words to a variety of different type of people. And just to be clear, I'm not just talking about VARC. I'm not just talking about verbal auditory, written writing and kinesthetic, the different types of learners. I mean the emotional quotient that then goes on top of that, which is becoming the most important layer that recovery training and, you know, boutique fitness facilities are the three most important and most growing sectors of the fitness education uh, world right now. You know, how to fix people because we heard everybody, how to speak to different kinds of people of different ages and demographics, um, and how to make your little pipe dream in your corner of the world, big fish in a little pond, thrive because you've got a great idea and, you know, you're one of the only horses in town and brick and mortar thing, like Christine said. And it's, it's, it's not easy. It's not easy to make all that happen. So I want to invest more time in regardless of what the methodology or the delivery mechanism is teaching teachers how to teach and teaching trainers how to train, because there are some things that transcend all borders, whether it be power boxing or Pilates, there are still aspects of being a well-connected fitness professional to your people and using different techniques of communication in order to maximize the experience and make it the most fun and the most safe, as we talked about before. There's no losing in what you're saying. Like It's a win-win situation. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean... People gravitate to you. You make them feel better. They empower you. I mean, the energy transfer here is just, you know, it, really there's no losing in this, you know, in this way of approaching clients in the fitness industry or any industry for that matter. And it's, right. The, the only uh, catch 22 is when you start to invest in this way in communication and invest emotionally in people who require your emotional investment in order for them to be emotionally and financially invested in you, then when things happen or things change for them, you, uh, you feel the state, um, when their life circumstances change or when something happens, that's not ideal or an injury takes place or they go through a tough time psychologically, you, you do end up taking a little bit of that on. And that's the thing about life coaches and people who have, you know, wellness coaching certifications and start to deal with sort of a predetermined, branded checklist of basic psych 101 with their people and walking them through their vision boards and so forth and so on is that they are not prepared for the years of of uh, psychological training and clinic, clinical education that someone with a, with an MD or a PhD had received you know through university in order to be able to practice detachment and compartmentalization and so that's also something that I talk about to avoid extreme emotional mood swings and disappointment in the life of someone who is now going to be investing themselves in the way others feel about them. Because if you're not invested in, if you don't skin the game, if you're not invested in some way in how they feel about you, then they're not going to invest back in how you feel about them. 
uh, and it, the cycle doesn't work and it's disingenuous. You know, they'll feel that they'll know that. And so false communication, worshiping a false idol in that regard is dangerous as well. So it, there's the other aspect of maintaining your own mental health and not taking too much of their stuff on while at the same time being able to take enough of it on in specificity that you can be most effective in your communication with that group, with that management group, with the owner, with the manager, or with your one-on-ones. You know what I'm thinking about right now is all the conversations we have with, you know, the fitness leaders and, you know, leaders out there in fitness that did not start in fitness that have all of these years of, you know, grind in either other, you know, recovering lawyers, recovering bankers, recovering teachers, or I'm, you know, some of that's me, but that's really what, you know, it's life. It's just that life experience that gives you that. And, you know, when you talk about, you know, talking about relationships and communication with people that are younger, like you said, it's, um, it's something that's learned sometimes and you really need to go through, you know, again, if, if I had an emotional connection to every single thousands and thousands of students that I taught over the last 16 years and the people I worked with in banking and this and that, I, I would not be here today because I would not be able to function, but you get that hard candy shell where you have sympathy and you have empathy with people and you make those connections. But there is a line. There is a line to realize that, listen, you know what? I can't train with you anymore or this or that. And, and you have to let it go that it's, everyone's on a journey. We're all on a fitness journey. We're in different places. And sometimes people need you for certain reasons or certain times and, and then they need to go or, and they come back and it's a, it's a very powerful thing to, to make that investment, like you said, to have some skin in the game as well, but to realize that at the end of the day, you do care, but it also is a business. Right. And you, and, and you are an option. Um, you're, you're not a chief priority except in the times when you make yourself, as I said earlier, irreplaceable because you're in an acute phase of healing and you have the protocols and the know-how and the communication ability to help them through long-term injuries. Those those people, it is very difficult to walk away from them or for them to walk away from you. But your general clients or people who have then made part of their journey already, life circumstances take them from us. They make different decisions. They change their priorities. You can only advise them and help them so much and say, you know, I, I really think that this isn't necessarily the right timing or the right move for you. But in the end, obviously, it's your decision. Let me know what you want to do. I would love to continue to help you. I think we still need to accomplish this, this, and this, if you believe that's true. And if not, fly birdie fly and say, great. So now just go get me three friends. And, <laughs> and we'll call it a day. And give, and give them my number. And once you know one of those people sets up a package with me and starts training, then you'll have credit for a session to use when you want an update whenever you want. You know, you'll have a freebie on me, and every time that happens, you'll get a freebie on me. And um, this way we can keep seeing each other, and you don't have to worry about if they're having financial challenges right now, for example. Um, but they're great word of mouthers and excellent marketers and are a transformation story for you. Then let them work for you another way or with you another way. Let them, you know, bring you people and, and then just keep training them on the side because they deserve it because they're helping you with their business because you don't want to let them go and you frame it positively. I really want to continue to work with you. If you can add value to my bottom line by, you know, bringing me someone else who can replace lost income, then you and I won't have to go through a change at all. It'll be second priority for scheduling, obviously to paid people, but we'll still continue to work together and then you can have your cake and you can eat it too. And that's worked for me several times just as a quick off one off tip. 
for those who run into people who they had trained for a while and then say, you know, I made a job transition, had a kid transition, going through a divorce transition, new financial strain transition, got to move into a smaller place transition, whatever that transition phases, you try and turn it into an elevation moment like my friend Brian Nunez says, instead of just looking at it as a challenge. You try and take that transition period into an opportunity to give them a role and also continue to do the things that are really important to them, which in the end, you are really important to them. You just can't be the most important thing to them when it comes to survival. So offering an option B, that's one way to go about it. If that connection's there, that door is never closed, and they know that, you know, and if you've done, a, you know, a good job for them, and, and for whatever the reason, you know, you know, the, like you said, financial, just change of life, uh, you know, these things happen, and, and it's just, uh, I mean, it's happened to me. It's happened to me, you know, on, on a couple of occasions, and I do, you know, health coach with them, and I do offer combo packages where every third session is not even in the gym. It's a, it's a, you know, a conversation about what's going on, and and uh, you know, there, there's a little bit more in depth, uh, you know, to to getting to that source of whatever it is that they need or they want. And when we do that, you know, there's just a, a stronger connection, and you know, and and sometimes you know because of that that is not a, it is a good idea maybe for them for, to try something different. Um, sure. You know, you've got to be able to have that leeway on, on your, for yourself, too. Obviously, we're financially um, connected as well. And, you know, so that's why we do it. Yeah, you look for that referral. It's a beautiful tactic. Yeah. And, and, and it's, it's uh, like Christine said before, that becomes a win-win situation for everybody. And nobody's going to be a bigger mouthpiece for you than a successful transformation or transition person. Um, so... So here's my thing. What's your next, um, not to, uh, just to, so we don't keep you all day today. What uh-huh. is your next big thing? What, what's going on this summer? Tell us about this summer because we'll check back in with you in what's a couple going on months. This summer? Well, we're planning the, uh, the final steps of the registration for a fitness retreat. I am partnering with Katanga Fitness again in Mykonos, which is very exciting. And that's going to be, uh, in October. Uh, and so, You'll be able to go to Katanga Fitness Retreats, katangafitnessretreats.com, uh, or Katanga Fitness on Instagram or Facebook, and you'll be able to see information about being with me for a week, training, and having super specialized meals in a sick villa on a bluff <laughs> by the ocean. It sounds good. Um, it's gonna be it's gonna be amazing. You it heard it, everyone. A week with Steve. A week with yeah. Steve and Mykonos. You want to come hang out? It's gonna be a lot of fun. There'll be two to three exercise opportunities a day provided with uh, exercise programming for every possible demographic. We'll all train together. There's scalability and regressions for anything that's considered high intensity. Most of my work, as I've said before, is variable intensity and allows leeway for everyone to be successful. There'll be Chinese meditational deep breathing and generalized recovery and mobility practices, along with resistance training, bands that I bring along with me, partner work and cooperative work for timing and rhythm and for socialization and and the food will all be like fresh caught local grab and we'll have a chef come in and we'll actually get to participate in cooking some of our own meals a couple of nights a week and then just have some fabulous dinners out in a sick 50 mile bike ride and a, a boat ride around the bluffs of Mykonos which is one of the most spectacular views on the planet uh, I've never been so I'm really excited to go I'm looking forward to the images going up on the uh, on the registration just so I can sort of be in yearning. Other than that, <laughs> um, I've got 
we'll have to prepare for the next fitness business summit, which will be at least twice as large as this one. We sold this one to capacity at the JCC on the Upper West Side here in Manhattan. It's a fairly large facility, but we were overbooked and sold out over a week before, uh, and we need a much it's like Jaws. We need a bigger boat, basically. So we're gonna, we're building the plane while we're oh, flying it, but we're going to have a bigger boat, and we're getting all of our protocols in place. And I'm looking forward to writing up my division and heading up my division of this effort to educate on the subjects that we've talked about at length in this podcast in the largest growing sector of fitness business today. And uh, Hitbox Volume 2 I've got conventions in Atlanta, Dallas, and Chicago before the summer's out for SCW. I've been doing more outboard, uh, on-site, full-day fitness professional boxing trainings. I'm really, really happy with the way my, uh, my education is for fitness professionals to learn how to use boxing to upgrade their skill sets. And a place called Sweat Therapy Fitness in Florida has been doing a great job of marketing their impending boxing program starting based on my training and education and then their uh their mark their marketing concepts and they're going to be launching you know at end of june i believe or july and uh they're really excited about being the biggest fish in their area and so i'm deriving a lot of professional satisfaction lately from the educations i've been giving from being authentic living my best self as much as i can uh and that's really that's more of the same. Hey, so are you going to take some time to have some fun? What are you doing? <laughs> yeah, you're so, working uh, a lot, I and I know say. you love to work. <laughs> so do I. Like we're, we're you know, we we love to to grind because you love what you do. But are you going to chill at all, Steve? Well, I'm going for a workout right now after we get off the phone. My workout's from four thirty to five, and I had a baller workout on Wednesday. And my training doesn't suffer at all, and that's pretty much my necessary endorphin-based, you know, human drug-related experiences. And as long as those are intact, I never get pissy. Um, And I can't allow that to be. And what Brian was talking about before, about, um, you know, taking care of self and, you know, not forgetting to do do your part for you, um, working but not, but and you said having to sleep, having to chill, having to eat, you can't do it all. As long as I get my workouts in, I find that I never lack motivation and I can do it all. And I don't, they're not all super hard. I'm not trying to be the most diesel guy in the gym. I'm trying to last a really long time. So there you go. Uh, it's just going to be like metabolic band conditioning today. But from June 30th to July 5th, my wife and I and her mother and her uh, her um, father-in-law, uh, stepfather, her stepfather, are going to uh, Miami. We'll be there for a week just hanging out at the Good W and you. kicking back and drinking wine and smoking cigars and being derelict for a couple of days walking a1a beachfront avenue yeah basically right (laughs) on 22 and collins or something um and then we're going to hawaii at the end of august we're going back to Kauai, which i'm very excited about to jurassic world and there is nothing to do but be awesome there and have sick muddy jungle hikes and take nice. boats around the coast to species that you'd never see otherwise. And so I'm not doing a helicopter ride. I don't do that. That's not for me. That's for other, <laughs> that's for other people. Uh, they can enjoy it. That's not my gig. And there's um, volcanoes but, there too. Huh? There's volcanoes there too these there days. There certainly are. Certainly <laughs> like are, a lot of them. <laughs> not, but we're g- going to kick back in Kauai for a week. So I've got, we've got a vacation planned every other month 
Okay. Uh, and, you know, we got away for a weekend in the Hamptons over Memorial Day weekend. So we do have a little bit of work-life balance. And my wife, she's a corporate monster. My wife is a senior vice president of marketing and something, something, something for NBC Universal. And she took on two channels recently. And so she's primetime late night digital USA sci-fi. She took on the WWE here in this country. Uh, She's got like 50 direct reports under her. And she's an absolute juggernaut. And she works as much or more than I do. She has weekends off supposedly, but she ends up taking calls and sitting on her computer. But although she works less days, because I'm Siete Diaz right now, and have been actually, I've been seven seven days a week for about twenty years. I don't know if you guys know that, but that's <laughs> I've, I've been seven days a week since I was Sounds twenty, familiar. and I'm turning forty-two. Oh, my birthday's coming up. It's next week, um, June eighteenth. I'll be forty-two. Nice. Um, so it's my wife's birthday. She she it is yes, for real. It the is. Same yep. Day? And she'll be forty-two. Yes. Gemini, oh, Cancer, amazing. Slides. That's us. Yeah. yeah. So so work life balance is as intact as it can be for the two of us as we continue to pursue our dreams and aspirations and take care of the people that need to be taken care of in our lives. You are, you're the real deal, Steve. (laughs) That's how it's done. That's how it's done. I know how to, I know, I know how to play hard. I promise you. I love it. I love it. Steve, it is always a pleasure and we uh, can't wait to have you back for uh, for your third round, maybe in a few months, we'll check back in, see how your vacations, how Miami went, how uh, you survived that. the Pitch volcanoes, you. how yep. Hitbox is going, and mm-hmm. uh, see. Um, and we want to get to your conventions. Yeah. Oh yeah, I mean, I would obviously, you know, Christina, I'll be seeing. Yes. At cat convention, so it won't won't be long until I get to see her, if not before, then in Philly, because you know I'm locked at all of them. Um, oh yeah, and and I did not say that's right. I'm representing a company called Namirsa now at conventions, and they have a completely cutting edge, updated recovery device that's ElectroStim, uh, and it's it's like the evolution, the ultimate evolution of a tens unit for home use. It's got 18 different functions on it, and it's amazing. I use it every day. And so Spell I've that created, for our listeners. Spell it. I've created oh N A M I R S A Namirsa, and the uh, the name of the product I've been representing is the XP Micro, and we have a new one coming, uh, and it is every athlete, whether weekend warrior, recreational, amateur, competitive, or professional, should have one of these. It's smaller than, it's the same size of an old Nano. It's tiny. Wow. It's super portable. It stays charged for like 40 uses at 60 minutes of use if you do it. I haven't charged mine in God knows. Uh, and it is incredible. I use it on my pro fighters that I do conditioning for, uh, my, my amateur fighters. I use it on my clients, my friends. I use it on myself, my wife. I'd put it on my dog if I thought it would make a difference. <laughs> um, it's, it's, it's amazing. And so I developed – their PowerPoints and the education, and I now deliver their product seminars and basic education about safety and the use of ElectroStim to enhance performance and recovery at the SCW fitness conferences. So I will have two sessions at each conference going forward to add to my boxing sessions and my speedball sessions and my eight-hour trainings. So professionally, I've gone into, you know, product representation. It's a new door for me. I'm still representing Evolve and have many people who are 
taking the supplements faithfully and living a, a better nutritional balance every day, having more energy and feeling better about their, themselves and cell replication and all those long-term implications of health. And, you know, we have to have all these facets of our game. Uh, and I'm very picky about who I align myself with and, you know, what shows I go on and who I represent. But I love being on this one. So look forward to doing it again. Good. Appreciate it. And so do our listeners that are all over the place. I mean, from the, you know, people just looking for, for new ideas and fitness, nutrition, wellness. I mean, this is what it's about. It's about relationships, about getting the word out there. And like we said, you don't have a platform, you make your own. So this is, uh, this is great. It's, it's always amazing to have you on and, and your new ideas and what you're up to. And, um, we will definitely be throwing all those links up again on our, you know, on our website and, um, all of our social media platforms. So, we will definitely be following up with you, Steve, because uh, you're like you're just seriously moving and grooving, right? The he's like Haymon. Seriously, Haymon. Yeah, Haymon. <laughs> hey, yeah. You got a lot hey. going on, Steve. That's great. Hey, did you guys did you guys end up having my friend Phoenix on? We did. Is that, is that, yeah, she was how awesome. Did you, how did you enjoy her? Love her. She's great. And and I I told her I, I like I like love her and hate her because uh, I found her podcast as well and now I have like another podcast that I, is on the, the schedule yep. that I have to listen to because it's so damn yeah. good and yeah, it's like she's I, really good I've been on her <laughs> hers a few times as well but she's just a fantastic host and I knew you guys would like her she's I knew great. you guys would jive yeah yeah awesome yeah. I like to see her on the news too I saw her on the news. Um, like oh, two yeah. months ago, she's and I'm everywhere. like, oh my god, it's just Phoenix. Like yeah. on the whatever news she was doing some, um, yeah, she's you know. on our talent for Access TV. So she does she does fighter like in octagon interviews and full commentary for their pay per views and for their events, and they're growing. That's MMA Pro League and uh, and Bellator and uh, Real Rules Muay Thai, and she's you know obviously was a fighter herself, and that's why she made sense to be a part of the Hitbox program. Um, she's She's a juggernaut. Yeah, and she's she awesome. Comes from a, she comes from a great place. Um, and my friend Lauren from Higher Dose, you guys will enjoy her when you schedule her. That, that's an incredible. She will be uh, a couple weeks. A couple weeks, Lauren's going to talk to us about Higher Dose. and um, I can't wait for that one. And that's going to be great because, again, all of this, you know, I think all this is going to benefit all of, our, uh, all of our listeners and athletes and just people just doing healthy things, things that really promote happiness and longevity and that's it living so. a long healthy life and i'll tell you i felt pretty damn good when i left the higher dose sauna I, I, I i'm skeptical of anything that promises to make me feel better and have any sort of lasting implications in one use i've always been a skeptic i'm, I'm I, i've been called a hater once or twice although i try <laughs> not to be one um and this was it was pretty cool you guys will dig it Stir in the pot. Can't wait. All right, Steve. Tell <laughs> our I'm a pot stirrer. Tell, <laughs> uh, tell our audience where they can find you again. Okay. So you can find me for my business consulting at, you know, the boutique fitness summit sites. BFS has Facebook pages and an Instagram handle and the Wellness Leaders Collective, wellnesscollective.com. You can find me at speedballfitness.com, Facebook, Instagram. You can find me at Hitbox on Facebook hitboxworld.com. You can find that through Power Music. You can find me and my bio and why I believe in my supplements at Evolve Health. Um, and there are links right on my Speedball Fitness homepage online to get to where those supplements are. If you're fitness professionals, we can tell you how to start your own healthy business um, with 
key, Phoenix, and and in Fighting Shape, and Fighting Shape is your podcast, and I've been on that either four or five times. Those were really well spent times talking about very specific issues from sports nutrition to being in service and catharsis and motivation to some of the same things that we've talked about here, but completely different offshoots. Um, and if you can't find me through any of those things, then you're lost. <laughs> you're like freaking everywhere. So I say, I tell people all the time, they're like, Christine, can I, you know, can I, do you have a website? I'm like, just Google me. It's like six degrees of separation from Christine yeah, totally. Conti. You can go to SCWFit.com and you can see my bio as a presenter on there and a, and a continuing education provider. You know, it, it's, it's not going to be hard to find me. Just when, if you're in America, especially if you're in New York, and you try and Google Steve Feinberg, if it says he's a billionaire, it's not me. That's the other Steve Feinberg, the yet. really, really rich one. Yes. Okay, I'm not that guy. Uh, yet is the key word. <laughs> right. You said that earlier. You're like, oh, we haven't done this yet. Yet. I you, say that all the time. Yeah. You, yeah, got, yeah. you got some irons in the fire. Yeah. Yeah, irons in the fire, and they'll take as long as they need to to heat up. And, and, and Matt, as a point of fact, my belief system has always been as long as I keep putting one foot in front of the other and don't screw over the people around me that I'll get where I deserve to be, whatever that is when I get there. And as long as I'm enjoying the ride, that's all that matters. Brian and I just keep showing up. That's it. Keep we showing just up. keep showing up. <laughs> you know, but. Zig Ziglar's secret to success. 90% of it is attendance. <laughs> yeah. Amen. Raise your hand if you're here. Oh my God. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So with that said, Steve, it is always a pleasure. You are always welcome. And uh, we will be in touch. So with that said, my name is Christine Conti. And I'm Brian Prendergast. And we are Two Fit Crazies. And a microphone. We are where it's at. You sure are. <laughs>